The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, anorexia, bulimia, obesity, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my very aggravated co-host, Paul Michael Bowen. I'm starting to hate that opening. Okay. Hi, people. Yes. Yay. We're going to talk about Hollywood. Yeah. I like it. I think it's like the most true thing, and I actually get a giggle out of it. Well, I'm not saying it ain't true. I'm just saying, it's, <laughs> you know, you know how the truth does hurt sometimes. So there's that. Yes, but being being in entertainment hurts. <sighs> yeah. There's no way to get around it. Mm-hmm. No, no, could be worse. Well, no, not really. So, uh, what are we talking about today? Well, um. I didn't know until Agarod said something is the engineer here, which makes me look like an idiot. But I was really glad he told me because I didn't know Cuba Gooding Jr. got arrested for, I guess, uh, groping a woman in a bar. It's on video. And they have it on video. Have we watched the video yet? I have not watched the video. I just yeah, Googled I it after he told me. Either. But yeah, I'm not I'm... really surprised. He kind of went on the list of people you're always told to be a little careful with. Huh. Not well, like bad. He's not like rapey. That's not I, just to be clear. He is gropey and hits on everything, but he's not rapey. Hmm. Yeah, uh, a buddy of mine shot him in a movie not too was that long ago. Said it was a good experience. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Like, but he's just a little gropey. Little handsy. Little handsy. There you go. Oh God. Yeah, guys, we can't be handsy anymore. You should never. But I handsy. ever was. Not that I ever was, because you know I just didn't think that that would would end well. Uh, you've just never been that guy. <sighs> yeah, I know, but I mean, I've been the guy who said something along the lines of, uh, "Pardon me, ma'am, there's a tick on your boob," you know, and I'm ready with the proper tool to take it off. The question was: Was there actually a tick on her boob? Yep. So you're not really in a bad position then. True, but who, personally, he, I'd be what, quite happy. Whatever those words fall out of your mouth in that order, nothing good is about to happen. No, I get it. The 
the climate actually worries the hell out of me, mostly because I keep having to tell Alexis, stop touching the people we are working with. Stop touching the people that work for you. If you are in charge of them, do not grab them there. Uh-oh. Yeah. Twice. You had two formal complaints. <laughs> For those that don't know, this is my assistant, Alexis. In her downtime, she is a dominatrix, not like you see on Netflix. That show is apparently bullshit, so it's Fifty Shades of Grey just before she lectures you on it. Um... But yeah, she she did. She got in trouble for sexually harassing. I got two like, complaints like, from interns. Like debating? This is Hollywood. We don't need no stinking debating. <laughs> Due process left like back in October, I think. You know, I don't know. Hopefully, it'll come back soon. It'll it'll be back. Alexis just needs to, you know, stop sleeping with, groping, uh, touching. Our interns, clients, people we hire. You know, I'm just going to give her a list. Oh, so that's why we didn't have What's-His-Face at Comic-Con this year. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) What did you say, Alexis? (laughs) (laughs) She's already not liking the list. Just give Alexis the list. Here are the people you cannot sleep with. That's just what the list is going to consist of. It might be a shorter list if I tell you who you can. Good. Uh, no one we work with, no one in the film industry, no one you're the boss of. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a wide fishing net. The problem is the people she always wants to go after are people we work with, people she's in charge of. I think that goes into the dominatrixy thing because she uh, is the boss of them. She she likes that somehow. It's a valid point. We work a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. There's a matter of you can't fit, you shouldn't fish off your own pier, but if that's the only pier for miles, what are you going to do? <laughs> valid point. It's it's all valid points. Um. But in Cuba Gooding Jr.'s case, I don't know what his defense is. I'm guessing he uh, shouldn't have grown uh, a lady in a nightclub. It'll probably be something along the lines of, I was drinking, I was sorry, I drank too much, or I'm on a new medication and didn't react well. Hey, uh, I've used that one. I know, it's a handbook. <laughs> it's in the handbook. Oh, my! Uh, I, I ended up making Jan Brewer's daughter cry. She wanted me to sign a statement getting the gays out of arizona um and so i told her what i thought of her her mother um her petition and then i told her where she should go where she should put the petition what i thought of her as a human being and a few other things long story short my publicist got involved uh what did she say lex yep apparently you can't make politicians children's cry when you're meeting with a politician. Uh, yeah. It's uh, also in a rule book. Well, yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I told her what I thought of that. Because I don't care if people are gay, they're gay. Who gives a shit? Well, I guess... Uh, like, why does Arizona want to kick out the gays? I was just this one dumb bitch. I'm not allowed to insult her. That was also part of it. It was this one very silly woman. 
um, that wanted to literally just ban gay public interaction and, you know, if they're gay, they can go somewhere else. That was her whole thing on it. And I'm like, really? Cool. So how about all the gays stop choosing to be born in Arizona? Do you people have any idea what gays do to your property values? Seriously. They go up. Are you kidding? When we bought in Palm Springs, the guy across the street, the area we're in uh, used to be an all-black neighborhood. Mm. It's a really cute little neighborhood now. Um, but one of the areas we bought in in Palm Springs, the guy across the street owned a bunch of houses. He's like, uh, you know, I moved in um, and he sees me and he sees Alexis walk in. He sees me walk in. He sees Kimberly walk in. Next door to the right of us, we've got a really sweet gay couple. And he just looks at us. He goes, we've got gays. We've got white girls. My investment's paying off. I just look. I just know what they did to Long Beach, <laughs> but that's it. Yep. It's, yep. it's I, you know. I think the best way I ever heard it put was uh, my brother's favorite men are gay men because that means that they leave all the women for him, and they can tell him how to dress better. Okay, you had me up until there. All right. Uh, well, my, my brother's best friends are gay fellow. I the way he came out, not pull off <laughs> any of those outfits that they tell me to. No, I. Really? They, they're not like flamboyant. Like Len- Lennon's best friend, when they were like sixteen, came uh-huh. out to him. My brother's best friend, and he called him. Was like, "Oh, how are you, mate?" He's like, "I'm gay. How are you?" Lennon's like, "All right, that's one way to do it." Uh, yeah, uh, that's straight to the point. It does. It's a very Australian way of looking at it. Plus, I always, I, I always thought like I'm good with gay. It's the bisexual that bothers me, and mostly because I think it's unfair. <laughs> Like, hear me out here. I wish I was bisexual. Sometimes I wish I was gay. Men irritate the shit out of me. And then I could just marry Alexis. Know. That's the same reason I thought that gay would be a really cool thing. If I could. Yeah. But I can't do it. You know, not having to put up with women's shit. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's that's kind of what I thought of. I was like, then I could marry Alexis. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> uh, that would also be probably get me in trouble at work. But cutting all of that out, uh, I just, you know, being gay would be a lot easier. I'm sure it comes with its own problems. I I don't have that. Then I look at at Alexis. She dates men. She dates women. I'm just, you know, like, you know what? Fuck you. You're greedy. That's not fair. Mm. I'm just really jealous of that. I was always thought about that way until I actually talked to a a bisexual not too, uh, a while back. And uh, she told me it's not that it's greedy. It's just that it doesn't matter what gender the person is that she falls in love with. Yeah, with Alexis, it doesn't matter what gender they are that she screws. Um, I And I get that, and that's cool, and I get that, and I think it's awesome. It doesn't matter what gender someone falls in love with, but it makes me hate being straight because I feel like I'm missing out on half the population. Like, I have a smaller pool because my stupid brain won't work the way theirs does. Um, I'd like to remind everyone, every time we swear, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, we give money to free MMA, and we give money to the Humane Society. <laughs> so, so me swearing and saying it's unfair is actually just giving to charity. Um, but yeah, I just I, I get that, and I, I I think that's really cool. Like you can't help who you fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, like I, I spend a lot of time around. You know, I'm going to use Alexis again as an example. And she'll look at a woman she's interested. She'll look at a man she's interested. She'll look at a woman she's not interested. She'll look at a man she's not interested. And I f- I feel like it doubles her options. So I kind of feel like I got, you know, short, I, I kind of got the short end of the stick right. genetically okay. here. No, no, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. In the last six months, who's had more restraining orders, you or her? Me. 
Wait, against them, I've put I've I've put more restraining orders on people who's had more complaints against them. Alexis. Oh, that's the one I was looking for. Yeah, (laughs) I've never had a complaint for harassing anyone. Um, But yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, the last restraining order I think I got was against Alexis. Got the last restraining order, and it was a crazy woman that attacked her. Um, But we had. Then I had the guy that said God said we were supposed to be together. I was like, I talk to God a lot. And I have to say, one, he's never told me that. Two, he doesn't talk back to me. And if he is to you, we have a different problem. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a little creepy. But, yeah, the last one was a girl that came over and um, assaulted, I think, the assaulted Alexis for talking to her boyfriend or something it was it was pretty interesting like alexis got punched and i'm just and she's just standing there looking at this woman going are you kidding like the woman's in her 60s that hit alexis and alexis is looking at her going are you kidding we're adults the the boyfriend (laughs) what age was the boyfriend 40 something oh okay so, so, yeah, it, it, the 62 year old's little boy toy is getting. All right, got it. Yeah, and then uh. I guess Alexis was her little boy toy, but I've never. Oh, I mean, her. Yeah, you can't say that with Alexis. She knows what she's doing. Um, <laughs> like, you just. You can't. Um, and Alexis, it, it, the whole thing was really, really weird. And to be frank, it seemed like. You know, we get some weirdness with people we work with. We have to actually go to break. We'll talk about it when we get back. We'll talk about Alexis's love life, weirdness, and how she ends up with strange restraining orders. And all of her personal details. (laughs) I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. Uh We'll be right back after this. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric EZ Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Modern, Paul Michael Bowen. And to the guy that wrote in on Twitter, um, no, I cannot make Alexa sleep with you, nor can I give her to you. Um, she's ex- she's my assistant. She also produces this radio show and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and she'd kill me, but cutting all of that out. We, we, we refer to Hollywood as, you know, we're, we're hookers. It's not a literal thing. It's metaphoric. We're metaphoric hookers, not, not really. Also, she's, she's, she's actually pretty choosy. As much as we uh, as much as we tease her, you have to be absolutely gorgeous, or she has to be absolutely desperate. Um, so Rosario Dawson's uh, boyfriend—I guess she's dating a guy now. She was dating a girl. She goes, right, she's right. another one that they were sending me I that I've got people tweeting was, me on. I thought she was dating Booker. Uh, she, yeah, Cory Booker. Uh huh. She was dating a chick before him. Um. So she's she's another one, but I think it's actually really cool. People are getting more comfortable with their sexuality, and I don't care who you are. Cory Book is awesome and kind of mm. hot. Yeah, I, I, no. I like. I, I think it's hot. Spartacus is a moron. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with any of that. I'm just saying he's attractive. He's he's Alexis's perfect man, handsome, wealthy, and stupid. Okay, so uh, he's very pretty. There you go. That's something you want to say about your next president. No. What I'd like to say is um, congratulations, Madam President. Uh, No, no, me too. Mrs. Gabbard would be wonderful. mm -hmm. Agreed. So they're doing a big thing right now. I guess um, uh, they're, they're doing a new thing for the 16 and Pregnant series, you know, the Teen Mom series they were doing. Uh, I don't think my P.O. No, I don't watch those shows. <laughs> so, um, neither do I've I. Heard, I, I <laughs> I've heard of the 16 and pregnant, right? That's the one that Farrah Abraham came off of? Yeah, Farrah Abraham's that B1TCH that tried to screw over James Dean. Right. He paid That's him to do a sex reason. take. And I know. And, like, that was, that was cold. Um, and I think, you know, and her response was, why believe a porn star? Like really? That's that's your response. Fuck they're kind you. of the most honest people I've ever really run into. So well, you know, they're really cool. Like, they're also really hardworking entertainers. They're in the entertainment industry. I'd like to remind everyone: every time we swear, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, Free MMA, and the Humane Society. So I was calling her bad names for charity. Just remember mm. that. Um, People work really hard in the in the adult film industry. I mean, the biggest distributor of pornography is Disney. Right. The second was Fox. Yeah, but, but like the second was Fox. Disney just bought Fox, so you know they've got a head start. No one else is catching up now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's shocking. I think people forget the same. You know, the same group, the same gaffer, the same. Um, 
uh, the same group of people you have on all kinds of shoots are the same ones that you'll find on, you know, Supergirl the next week. Yeah, why not? I mean, this is, it's still filmmaking. You still have to light it. You still have to. But that's know, it. The same people set, work the in. Sound. It's just, yes, you do have to watch where you step more than I this, That's a whole this, other thing. Yeah, it's, it gets stickier. Unless you're working on a horror film and, and there's a lot of blood, then it's way worse than porn. But. Uh, <laughs> that blood sticks to you, gets in your hair. I've had eyelashes caked together. That stuff sucks. Some stuff don't wash off that easy. You know, I when I got the when I got the role of the of Fred Flintstone in the Triple X parody, I'm like, yeah, and then it hit me. I'm gonna be barefoot on a porn set for four days. <laughs> Wait, ah, was it sticky? I, I blotted that out of my memory. Ah, okay. So we don't talk about that. I'm me I'm too. just saying the same people that work in you know standard entertainment moonlight and porn it's 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 part of the film industry so oh, i was actually more really likely they were porn during the day and they moonlight in the steroid industry yeah that's fair too yeah, well, um, one of the, you have to you have to realize and this is everybody who's looking for a job don't don't necessarily take that and take don't take a job in the pornographic industry you work for one production company maybe they make two a year you know uh, the <laughs> other production the porno production companies are cranking out 12 a month so yep. there's work. And and that's it. And Hollywood, there is an average of 100,000 people working in entertainment at any given time. That sounds like a lot. It's really not. That's the number of people that actually work in the industry. That also includes porn. That number is not just mainstream. That's people making a living in entertainment. Um, in in <laughs> L.A. The mainstream wants to add the porn numbers to it so it doesn't look To make it look better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, otherwise, it's like what forty-five people, and otherwise and it's just like uh, yeah, three guys and Dale. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Dale's um, a dick, so I'm just saying. Yeah, he can he can be a real shit. But that's that's my thought process on the whole thing. Is you gotta you gotta suck it up. Alexis is standing here looking at me. She wants money. She always wants money. Where no, we've got someone hanging a chandelier, so she needs money. Um, otherwise, she's gonna try and hang it, and we're all gonna die. And the whole set will burn down. It's not that hard. you got to go find 15 bucks. Fine. Hey. Um, <laughs> it's not that hard. It has to be lit. I prefer to use electricians, professionals, not us. Oh, this is for Elect a set. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On fire does not mean lit. We discussed that last time we set fire to Arizona. That's um, even so easier. <laughs> Alexis is standing here looking at me. She's like, give me money. I'm like, oh, fine. Um, but yeah, I think people, I think people miss what it really takes in the entertainment industry. And I think they miss that the porn industry is part of it. And I think Farrah Abrams massively overstepped with that. I mean, she was already drowning. She was trying to do this to resurrect her career. And then went after one of the biggest guys in porn now. Well, did she have any sort of career aside from uh, a condom breaking when she was 15? The condom didn't break. She didn't even bother. But no, she didn't. She was on 16 and pregnant, which I find bizarre that once upon a time, I think uh, A-Rod, the gentleman that makes this show work, 
that we talk about a lot and say, oh, he told us this or that. I don't know if you can hear him sometimes when he chats to us. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I, think, I, I think he put it best. This used to be a thing that was shunned. Now we have girls getting pregnant trying to get on TV. Well, they've gone from 16 and pregnant to teen mom to OG teen mom to all of this stuff. Now we've got one which is... Uh, the like youngest mums or the youngest mums that they're making now. So we've gone from like because nah. sixteen isn't young enough. The youngest. We're now going to have fourteen-year-old uh, girls like yeah. knocked up on TV, going, "I'm just so worried, and I love my boyfriend, and we're going to be together forever." No, fuck you! You're not going to. You're a uh, child. I just want to. I seriously, I want to spank the parents. Who allows yeah. their child to go on television and do this? Partially, I blame the I blame the music industry. Okay, hear me. If they, I, wouldn't, have, if they, if they wouldn't have actually cut a deal for publishing uh, music publishing rights with MTV, MTV would still be playing music videos now. That's a valid point. MTV, you're a dick. No, wait, that's a subsidiary of Viacom. I love you, MTV. Um, and I never said anything bad about you, and this is a wonderful idea, and I just realized who I was talking shit about writes my paycheck. <laughs> we love Viacom. <laughs> they belong to Viacom, don't they? <laughs> like, I know, I know the other one does. <laughs> hey, my <Not> bro. Sure. <laughs> um, no, in, in all seriousness, that's fucking stupid. And I don't know who put this show together, but... I'm, I'm, I just realized it may be through Viacom, so I'm going to give somebody an abusive phone call over this. That is dumb yeah. as shit. We're going to have kids. It's, it's bad enough we have 16-year-olds. Like, I want to be on 16 and pregnant. No, can you, you don't. Being, Go to college. Can you imagine being on that, you know, being in that casting call in a room of, uh, you know, 16-year-old moms with their babies, and you just kind of look like, oh, you're not cute enough, or you're this, not this, or you're not that, or you know. Not all of them are going to go through. A lot of them don't. There was one that Every ended up on Dr. While, Phil. You'll wind up with a really ugly baby. I'm sorry. It happens. But they go through, like, they choose the girls while they're pregnant. So you have girls putting them up for adoption, signing the baby over, you know. And you ha- then you have moments also being shown, like Missy Elliott. Um, she's the first female rapper introduced into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, right? Um, I am not a rapper in there. I'm just saying that's just weird. <laughs> I, I yeah, it's it's actually really shocking. But you have women who were actually, and I know I'm using Missy Elliott. Nobody crucify me for this, because um, we were talking shit about Cuba Gooding Jr. Now we're talking about Missy Elliott. I've got everyone asking me why we're not talking about anyone that's relevant. Fuck you, they're relevant. Um, and I feel old now. But <laughs> Missy Elliott uh, has been it, behind some of the largest songs that have been come out in the last few years she's still relevant she's just been a she's just kind of moved back pretty much yeah and that's what you do as yeah. you get older as a woman in the film industry which i'd like to point out to the girls who are getting on 16 and pregnant once you pop out that baby you are a reality star and you are disposable you are not going to be kim kardashian because you don't have chris jenner behind you period and my mom put it best. If, if you want to be in the film industry, then that's what you do. You don't put in a backup plan. You don't go do this. You put 100% of what you're doing into that. You make a living doing it in whatever part of the industry you can. And you go for what you're doing. You don't stop. That, that's how you get in the film industry. Not through unprotected sex. You do not risk communicable STDs. Communicable disease. 
Unless you want to be in porn and then still use a condom. Ugh. Yeah, it's just a mouthful there. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you have to sleep away to stop. Uh, wrap it every time. Uh, no, 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 Paul. That's not what I'm saying. That's the opposite of what I'm saying. There, I think women have come far enough now that you don't have to sleep your way to the top. I refuse to date my superiors, bosses, or anyone else because I never wanted anyone thinking I got a job that way. Yeah, um, and I got on better with them because of it because they never knew anyone I dated or this or that. Um, you know, so I dated a lot of uh, sports guys because they didn't work with me. But <laughs> I, I just... I'm, I'm really appalled that they're putting this kid... Sh- like, this is literally like a Disney kid show. Like, what is it? Disney kids, six to, you know, pregnant? I know. There was like a, a Jimmy Kimmel sketch. Or something, so it was like my slutty toddler uh, competition or something like that. It That's just, what's coming next. Uh, and I'm sorry, if Jimmy Kimmel's telling the future with those skits, we have a problem. I'd like to remind everyone he was on the man show. He's wonderful, but some of the stuff he comes up with is dark. Yeah, I can't understand how he's like this uh, a hero these days. Anybody remember him going down to Santa Monica Boulevard or down down by uh, I think it was Muscle Beach, uh, trying to get women to sign a petition to end women's suffrage? I loved the smartass guy that turned around. He's like, "What about men's suffrage?" He's like, "No, dude, we want to keep that." <laughs> I just, and the ah. only person that caught that in that skit was an old fellow who's like, that's a woman's right to vote. Was there like was an, I do remember an, an older woman who's uh, had to tell the Asian woman that uh, they're that making right. fun of you. Okay, so. Yeah, I don't remember that. I just remember you the know, old that's, fella. That, that's how you translate a language into a language. Yell it louder. That you enunciate up here and talk it that way. So, yeah, that wasn't a problem at all. Yeah, that's not. That's kind of racist. All right, guys, before Paul and I get ourselves in any more trouble, we are going to go to a break. When we come back, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, it's time for me to shut up now. Um, We're going to be on with Victoria Sandoval, also known as Vicky. She's from Queen Creek, Arizona. She's been doing makeup and hair since she was a kid. She's actually really, really cool. Um, We'll be chatting to her when we get back. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, host of Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 
This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to the Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are with my co-host, host of Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. And and we're just to... horrible people. Oh, really bad. Really, really bad. Um, I do have to give a quick shout out to our product partners and then I'm going to intro our guest and then we'll tell you what we were talking about because I need to spread that out from saying, um, <laughs> from like the people that are, from the people I owe something to. Like, let's, let's separate Let that. See if I can get some details while you're doing that. Right, okay. I want to give a quick shout out to Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios. Thank you for always making me look red carpet ready. Four Paws Coffee, Coffee Company. We love what you do for charity. I love giving shout outs to companies that do a lot of stuff for charity, and Four Paws is one of them. Michael Myers Hypnotherapy and Meditation. You're awesome, but your name is scary as sh- it's scary as hell. I love it. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I if I'm going to be fixed or killed. No, I'm kidding. Um, he is awesome. Check him out. Off-road rentals, you always do our giveaways. So if you guys want free ATV rides, tell us what state the this happened in that Paul and I will tell you about later. The New Palm Springs Diet from our favorite doctor, Dr. Russ. Oh, crap. There's video. Don't watch the video. Um, the New Palm Springs Diet, which is a sublingual spray you spray under your tongue. That's from Dr. Russ. Hair by V. The Graduate Hotel. Um, my makeup, by the way, was done um, at Phoenix Fan Fusion. Um, by Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. I, I'm not pronouncing this. I'm going to put this up online so you guys can go check the Instagram because I had a bunch of questions about my hair and makeup. They're awesome. Our giveaways this week are from uh, Off-Road Rentals and True Rest Floats in Sedona and Las Vegas. So those are our giveaways. Um, before I intro Vicky, uh, what Paul and I were talking about was uh, we were talking about the the 16 and pregnant and doing a teen pregnancy show and exploiting, you know, how this is exploiting children and how awful everyone is. Then Paul told oh, me you about, you can't take your eyes off of it. Paul told me they actually had a toddler fight club. Okay. Um, this was, was not a TV show. This was something that was that a daycare center in New Jersey was doing. Uh, they're all under arrest or going through court arraignments now, but there is actual freaking video of putting on the Hulk gloves and 
these kids punching one another in the face. See, the worst part, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell because all I can think is I could make a TV show out of that. Guys, tell us what episode of South Park mocked this. um, And you can win an ATV ride or a a, uh, float um, we're going to get our guest on before we do any more of this. Paul can't look away. I, I shouldn't be thinking about how to market this. We're going to hell. We are the oh, example of why not to join Hollywood. Um, I'd like to welcome Victoria Sandoval to the show. Hi, Vicky. Welcome. Hey, Summer. Um, interesting topic. <laughs> you, you have to, yeah, this has been an interesting day. So I'm going to go through. You've been doing hair and makeup since you were a child. It's your... It's yeah. your zen. It's your zen. It's your passion. You've worked for five years. Yeah. You do hair and makeup for theater. It's fast-paced, diverse environment. Um, you you've worked in the film industry. You're, I, I'm going through. You have a really long bio. I'm actually going to put it up because it's really interesting. But I want to talk to you, yeah. so I'm kind of caught between reading it and just tell us about yourself. Okay. Well, I am originally from Nebraska. Um, Reno, Nevada as well, I'm here. But I started doing hair and makeup on my friends since I was big enough to get a brush and the makeup and the curling irons and dyeing hair when I was 13. Um, But what got me actually into doing it into the industry was my daughter, who is a theater performer and actress. And I started getting involved in her her sets and helping out on the industry as far as like the theater shows, which is flipping chaotic as all heck. I mean... You got like 70 people running around needing their hair done, needing their makeup done. Um, fun, fast-paced, stressful. Gray hair, went blonde. <laughs> um, but then also I then I started getting into the film. Thought, you know, I worked at the bank for the longest time doing accounting. Hated the job. Felt like torture every single day. And I agree. Start following your passion and just go through it. Just do what you want to do when you want to do it. That's how you're going to be successful in your dreams, and that's what I'm going to teach my kids. So I started, quit my job, and started pursuing my hair and makeup in the industry. What is the hardest set you've ever worked on? Oh, the hardest set? Oh, like a skeleton crew, I would have to say. Um, one of my first ones was Krampus Origins. It was, you know, maybe anywhere from 16 to 24-hour days. Yep, that's working right. nonstop around the clock. I mean, not only just doing hair and makeup on a skeleton crew, you're you're doing grip Everything. or gaffer or helping with um, even with the lines, reading the lines with the uh, actors, helping them get their lines in order because they're tired or coming in at an odd hour. That was it had to be the hardest working on a skeleton crew. I working indie film is the hardest thing on the entire planet. I do not know how you do it. Mm-hmm. We don't do it. You know, well. I think working in the theater. <laughs> you work in, like, working in theater kind of get like kind of yeah. like gets you prepared. Yeah, if if you can work yeah. in indie, you can work anywhere if you can do that. It just it makes you one badass, like one badass person. Um, we have a question in from Twitter. Uh, I have trouble doing my makeup for photographs. I always look like shit on Instagram. Um, I like the I like the brackets. I gave money to charity. That's what they wrote on Twitter. I'd like to remind everyone every time we swear we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, free MMA, and to the Humane Society of America. So we're getting some help here apparently. Uh, how do I make myself look better? 
So how do you look good in photos? How do you? Because apparently her Instagram is shit. Mm. Well, you know, it's just really how you apply your makeup, making sure you get your primer on, your contouring, your using the highlighters in the areas that you want to emphasize. Um, your concealers matter. The, the brand that you use that works best for your face. If you're older with larger pores, you don't want to use something that's mattifying um, because that just emphasizes the lines. Um, you want to use more of a, like a lighter. Uh, so I would say tart. If you have huge pores and dark, dark lines, don't use that one. That's not one that you want to use. Um, it's, it really just depends on the person and the face and the complexion. You'd have to... That's a good question. It's hard to answer that for somebody you don't know or don't see. What's a bit, what's, what do you find the most useful thing you can do when you're taking a photograph or when you're um, getting ready for a shoot? What is, the, what is the most transformative thing you can do to your face? Highlight and contour. Highlight if you're contour. highlighting and contouring, yep, highlighting and contouring, if you can highlight and contour the areas to structure your face to highlight areas and to give you more definition and make sure you're using good lighting when you're doing your makeup, like a natural lighting. I'd say I like to do mine outside, preferably. Now, so outside, okay, that makes sense. What if you're terrible mm -hmm. at highlighting contour? I'm sorry? What if you're not good at it? Like me, There's I'm always terrible. drag clubs. If you're not good at the makeup? Yeah, if you're not good at highlighting, don't, don't apply I look too like much. A drag queen. <laughs> I, I look like a drag queen when I try and do mine. No, you don't. You just want to go underneath the well, underneath the eye, highlight no, I that do. area. I promise. Your T zone. <laughs> if I put on my own highlight and contour, I end up looking like a drag queen. Um, what's the? I, I think I overdo it. it. Is is part of the problem. I'm sorry, yeah, I just use the base foundation with a slight concealer, but you know, aside from that, uh, <laughs> what do you think yeah, the uh, um, the most transformative thing to come out with makeup has been? We've had a lot of trends. We had the really strong eyebrows. We've had the more natural trends. We have, you know, the French looks kind of coming in right now. What's your favorite? You know, I'm not, a, I like the eyebrows right now. Eyebrows and eyelashes, because eyelashes are coming back. They were a big, huge thing where um, if you're wearing false C's, oh my gosh, you're wearing false C's, but now they're coming back and I'm addicted to eyelashes. They just really emphasize the eyes. And with defined eyebrows, your eyes just really stand out. And when you, you speak with your eyes and people look into your eyes, that's got to be my favorite thing that's going on right now. I like that. What about, um, what are the biggest mistakes people make with their eye makeup? Oh, gosh, not blending. When they use colors and they put them on and they do not blend it, it just, it kind of... Looks like a drag. like a sore thumb, like an LED. <laughs> it's a sore thumb, oh, bananas. It's just, you, you got to blend it. You got to make the colors blend together so it looks effortless and beautiful instead of um, bringing the 80s back. Uh, one of our ladies online says, I'm older, my eyesight is terrible. That is a lot of bad language. I'm just going to give the money to charity and not repeat that. I'll pay myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new game, goody. Uh, <laughs> uh, so she says, I'm older, I, you know, um, I'm older and I have to wear glasses. I can't see well. What can I do to 
make my eye makeup look better. Essentially, she's having trouble blending it because she doesn't have her glasses on when she's trying to do her eye makeup. Just go with lighter colors. Don't do don't do light um, dark colors. Go with a light base and a neutral brown, and don't don't try to overdo your eyes. If you're having a hard time seeing it, the best way to go is a natural color. I like that. What's the most aging thing a person does? I've got bunches of questions coming through. Sorry. And and pe- apparently um, people get mad when we don't ask our guests their questions, which is fair. Is that applying makeup in the wrong way, pulling strokes down? So when they're putting their makeup on and they're brushing it down or they're using their hand and they're pulling their face down, that adds so many extra wrinkles into the face. It drags the, the cheeks down. Um, it's always better to swipe, swipe up. So from the chin up to the jawline, from the nose up to the jawline, from the, on the forehead, you go from the center to the eye temple. Um, but I see a lot of people who actually do downward strokes, and that's not good for the, the face. Or when they're doing their eyeliner, they pull their, the corner of the eye to the temple. If I you do want that. more lines in your face, then you want to do that. But if you, wanna, if you don't want lines, you want to try to just keep your eye closed, look down, don't close your eye all the way, and apply your eyeliner like that. So what I'm hearing is everything I do is wrong. So don't do those things no more. <laughs> I don't hear anybody shocked. <laughs> I look like Ronald McDonald when I do my makeup. It's not, it's not a good thing. Um, another question we got is how do I make myself look younger? And then she wrote the F word like five times. <laughs> so we'll just count that. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you for the help with charity. We don't need it. I promised Paul and I got it. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> so how yeah, how I wish can you use makeup to look like aging? Um, that would be beautiful. I guess with serums too. If you're um, if you already have the wrinkles and the lines, one of my favorite serums to use would be a Nerum. Um, Nerum it offers um, it's it's an overnight cream and it just firms and tightens the skin and adds extra collagen to your face without having to get um, injections into your face. It reduces the lines and you use that nightly and that'll help with younger looking. What's skin. it called? Nerum. And you're not paid by the company? Make sure. No, I'm not paid by the company. Okay, I do I, use I it. Um, but, you know, I learned the first time I used it. Make sure you dry, it dries before you fall asleep because then you'll have one side of the face a little firmer than the other if you sleep on your side. So make sure it dries completely. Oh, so if you apply it improperly, it looked like you had had a stroke. Good. <laughs> right. And Nerum? <laughs> yeah, Nerum. I love that stuff. It works amazing. I want to do that just to make everybody forget a stroke. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in this. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to have to try it. I will put some pictures up, guys, and I'll see if I glue my face to the uh, to the bed because I'm not good at this. Okay. Now, I, <laughs> now is this just for the eyes? Is it for the whole face? It's the whole face. I use the overnight cream. Um, it's an overnight serum. And you, after you wash your face, you apply that on and then let it dry, go to bed. And within, I want to say, about a week, you'll start noticing the difference in your face. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest scam in uh, makeup? And, you know, we're, we're always looking to look younger and better. And as this woman says, can I use tightening cream to give myself perkier tits? I don't know. She works on the face. I don't think she'd know. 
I mean, uh, so for me, for, you know, they do, but you don't have to go spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars because they have the same formula and some of the over-to-the-counter things. Okay. I mean, it's it's difficult. Like you, you see all the the commercials about, you know, buy this and it's thirty bucks, opposed to going to a department store or a makeup store and buying the exact same product with a different name on it for a hundred. You just got to read the the labels and see what's in it. Um, as far as like, if I look over at my shelf right now, um, like a poor a poor list when you're doing. A primer on your face, you can use like a Miracle Pore primer, and that one's like fifteen bucks, opposed to using um, a Clinique one. I mean, it's 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 really up to you, but a lot of the formulas are the same. They're just some are more advertised than others. What is the one thing you swear by? What do you think, makeup, serum, whatever it is, what is the one product you would not go without? Oh, one I wouldn't, I would have to say my Lorac, my Lorac um, eyebrows, I have to have them. I'm bald in some spots, so I swear by that one. It stays on all day. I love my eyebrows. Um... And then I would have to say also my Algenist primer. I love, 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 love my Algenist primer. I like that. Now, what is what is the one product you tell everyone don't use? Mm. Mm, let's get into a different, that's mm. kind of a sticky area. <laughs> I know. I don't want to throw like, people I'm under the curious. bus. <laughs> Pardon? Yeah. I... I yeah, well, you know, I think because of my age, too, I don't like seeing women use the Tarte Shape Concealer just because of the age, for our age. I mean, it's really good for, like, teens, 20s, but once you hit a little older than that, like your 30s, Tarte Shape is not good on your eyes. It just shows all your lines. I don't personally like it. For my age. Um, hey, you, so I you, guess you don't, I just don't want to throw a lot of companies under the bus. You said the nicest things on the show. You're fine. We're good. We're, yeah. We've got five minutes till the close of the show. Where can everyone <laughs> find you? Where they can find me? Well, right now I'm just in social media under like Big Big Vicky with five E's. I think it's fun to say it's kind of like a DJ. Um, or Facebook on Victoria Sandoval. And I'm currently working on my website. So hopefully uh, that should be up soon and I'll post it on my social media. Well, we'll put a link up to your social media so everyone can get to you. Um, Perfect. You, you really are phenomenal. I, I'm going to say that from personal experience. You really, really are phenomenal. Um, Paul, of course, where can everyone find you? Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud for the older episodes of the uh, podcast. And, uh, of course, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter, which I still haven't figured out how to use. I just joined Minds.com as in Peace of Mind. So there's another place people can find me. I mean, nice. Uh, that, that, uh, try and engage me. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm here. I like that. I think that's interesting. Mm. You, you found everywhere to be. You guys know where to find me because you're currently talking to me on Twitter while I'm tweeting out what's going on here. Um, so it's a night serum. I've got people saying they've found night cream. They haven't found night serum. Oh, Niram. 
Oh, it's no, they're saying... N-E-R-I-U-M. They're saying they've found overnight creams. They haven't found an overnight serum. Uh, I'll post it on my Nira. social media. Yes. They're, they, they're having trouble media. finding the overnight cream. Is it an overnight cream or an overnight serum? It's an overnight serum. Okay. Well, I don't know what to tell you guys. I will ask her for a link, okay? And then I will put it up. Stop grumbling at me. Um, thank you guys very, very much for joining us. Um, I'm going to take, a, we'll, we'll take a couple of more questions. Um, no more about the kids fight club. Seriously. I have like 10 questions about that. Well, That's uh, insane. Yeah, how, how about, uh, let's talk about the little stunt y'all pulled over at Comic-Con. All right. Or fan fusion, I should say. Which that one? <laughs> that y'all didn't bother to let me in on. <laughs> Alexis was supposed to tell you. Like, I legitimately did not drop the ball there. I threw the water at Alexis. I was going to spend was... the rest of that panel underneath the table. Just want to say that. All right. So, Paul's like, so we were over at, uh, Phoenix, at uh, Phoenix um, Comic Fan Fusion. Fan Fusion. And... Um, the, we, we start the show in different ways. Well, the way I started it was by, you know, throwing a fake diva tantrum and throwing um, a glass of water at Alexis. And apparently, Very believable. Uh, everyone thought, she'd kill me. <laughs> like, anyone that knows Alexis knows she would have beat me to death for doing something like that. Um, but, yeah, it was apparently we had, uh, you know, it, it didn't go well. We had people think she was actually going to get fired. And it was a giggle. So I'm totally doing it again. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was very believable. We walked off, and uh, a couple of my friends that were there, just, I, thought, I thought you were in trouble. I thought, what happened? I didn't know that was a skit. I was like, dude, we talked about it. But I don't think they actually paid attention because they were in their own little world. Was, they were all concerned. <laughs> it was a good skit. Yeah. Very believable. And you're right in the middle of it. <laughs> like, it's not, it was not good. Yeah. So yeah, it, was, it was, well, at least they thought it was believable. It gives... Uh, we we gave everyone a good a good laugh at least, or at least a an awkward laugh of relief. I think it was a good shock and then a good laugh after. It was yeah, if I, pretty awesome. I didn't know it wasn't real until the end of the freaking panel. <laughs> Alexis would kill me, Paul. Like she she she, she she's, no 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 I knew you were gonna die I just Alexis a professional left to do it after the panel's yeah. over oh that makes sense yeah I can see that yeah. <laughs> like I yeah, yeah I, you were gonna pay for it you know, <laughs> you know it's just a matter of when <laughs> that's a very I love Paul has that faith in Alexis he's like someone's gonna die. She's scared this poor woman that's sitting there, you know, fixing her makeup. Alexis got water on her. Show must go on. <laughs> Paul's smiling. And I He's can like, wait an the? hour. Okay. Let's witnesses be in the room in an hour. <laughs> well, it's also that moment where you're like, what the fuck? Be professional, Summer. Don't act like an asshole. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it was, it was, um, that was fun though. And I want to drag you out next year and to a couple of other cons. You're really, you're really, really good. And it's been a pleasure having you on. Can we drag you back on the show oh, again? Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I would love to. 
I like to corner people on the show and do that to them because then when they say yes, it's a binding contract. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, right? We're done. It's a done deal. We can't go backwards. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> There's no backpedal there. No, definitely. It'd be fun. And I do special effects too, so we can throw in some blood on that's, stuff for people. That's what I want to, that's, that's what we didn't get mm-hmm. into because I had 800 questions on how to look good, you know, how to look good on Instagram. And I wanted to talk to you about blood, guts, and gore. Because that's the oh, fun blood, part. guts, and gore is fun. All right. We'll have her back on and talk about blood, guts, and gore. And, guys, she's now told you how to look pretty on Instagram. Let's learn how to be gory. That's a lot more fun. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolin, and our very, very special guest, uh, Victoria Sandoval. You guys can find her at Vic, Vic, Vicky with lots of E's, five E's. We'll put up a link to her. Check her out. She's an awesome human being, and she's funny as hell, and she, she's great at what she does. Thank you very much for joining us, Vicky. And, of course, thank you to my co-host. We'll talk. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.